broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. From the Summer Skate Studios, behind the mask hockey shops, present College Hockey Southwest Live for August 29th, 2021. Tonight's scheduled guest, Alaska Fairbanks head coach, Eric Largent. Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops, visit any of our three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey under the bright lights of Las Vegas. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, dine-in, take-out, or catering your next event. We're at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Also now at all Allegiant Stadium events as well. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Anywhere you want to go, you can bet there's a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. By Boost Mobile, you always get plans and phones that fit your needs. And by Burrito Express, the East Valley's home of the always available breakfast burrito. Go to burritoexpress.com for the location near you. College Hockey Southwest Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, fans, anywhere that you may be listening to us live tonight on the Podbean app. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. Scott Strandy joining you from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from beautiful Long Island, New York. And as beautiful as it is here, uh, we do have to uh, at least start the show off by – Issuing our thoughts and prayers to all those being affected by Hurricane Ida. Unbelievable that uh, this tragedy could strike that area once again after uh, 16 years to the day of Hurricane Katrina. And now Ida seems to be ravishing the state uh, the same way. So uh, as I wait for my co-host to jump on, I know uh, I think he's there. Uh, Paul Hornstein, how are you? Doing a lot better than they are in New Orleans. That's for Don Shore. Oh, my goodness um, gracious. Yeah. I've been watching the reports most of the day, and it, it's really sad. It, it just is. I mean, uh, to think 16 years ago to the day Katrina hit, we all know what that's like. And, and Paul, selfishly, I, I was I was thinking about that, and I was going like, okay, so they're talking about people being without power for maybe three weeks or longer. And I'm going like, I, I whine when I can't have power for three minutes. So um, yeah, um, it really got to put things in perspective. Yeah, I mean, it's – it's wow. And, I mean, we're here just having some fun talking about hockey. And, um, you know, a, a good friend of mine lived in that area for a long time. And uh, it's one of the reasons he looked to get out was all the, the storms that they were dealing with. You know, he's, he's, he's got his wife and his, and his, and his little girl and – it's like I, I I don't want to keep doing this every year, and well, I wouldn't blame him a out. bit to be honest with you. So, I mean, uh, it sounds cliche-ish to say you know our prayers and our thoughts are with them, but 
there's not a lot we can do other than that right now, right? Yeah, at this point, that's uh, that's about it. So, um, no way to transition out of that, but uh, I thought I wanted to bring it up right away and just let people know that we are uh, thinking about everybody down there and yeah. know how tough it is and uh, how fortunate we are to not be dealing with that. So, yep. Um, okay. College certainly not as salt. intense. Certainly not as intensely as they are, anyway. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, College Hockey Southwest Live is normally our reaction show. We are getting so close, so close to NCAA hockey games that uh, the excitement just continues to build around the country. And uh, when you and I were talking uh, this week, we said, "Geez, wouldn't it be cool if we got somebody on from Alaska again?" We had Fairbanks or uh, Anchorage. Anchorage. Yeah. Now we got Fairbanks coming on tonight with, uh, with with their head coach in just a few minutes, and um, there's just so much hockey that's ready to, you know, pardon the expression, but explode because everybody's had this pent up um, anxiety. I guess is a good word for it since everything was canceled. What 19 months ago now, 20 months right. ago now, and and now you now you're ready to put it all back on the ice and get started again and. Um, I know you're as thrilled as, about that as I am. Right. And, and, I, and, and you know, to be clear, um, there were a bunch of schools that didn't play last year. And the head coach of uh, Alaska, who's with us tonight, um, is, had to guide his team, one of those teams, through that. Um, and, you know, that's kind of you know, one of the things I'd like to talk with him about. And, you know, he's also going to be the first coach that we have uh, this year, uh, as the players were, the coaches were allowed to be back on the ice with the players. So it's 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 the pluses and the minuses, and I'm looking forward to our conversation tonight. I I know he's uh, waiting in the wings to come on with us, uh, and and um, I really just want to say it now before they come on. Appreciate it that the coach is taking some time out of his weekend to uh, come on with us, and um, I know that. Um, He'll definitely have a lot of good information for us. Yeah, and uh, some really good ties to the Southwest because we know that uh, his squad's going to be coming uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to Denver. I plan to be there on that one. And, of course, uh, they're coming to Tempe right here in our own backyard or my backyard right now at Oceanside. And then uh, uh, they're returning the favor of the Arizona State Sun Devils are and going up to Alaska. So who knows? Maybe I'll uh, I'll finally get to see what Alaska's like by the end of the uh the hockey season. So lots of great stuff. Uh, anything else that you wanted to get out there uh, NCAA wise before we get to coach Largen? Well, just really quickly. Um, it does seem at this point that uh, the colonials will be coming back for the 22, 23 season. Great Robert news. Morris. Great news. Um, you know, uh, the, the, the men's head coach, Derek Stooley has put out some, uh, s- some Twitter posts. So it looks like whatever's going on there will result in a positive result in 22-23. Um, and as we have say all the time, and, and I'm sure that Coach Largan uh, will, 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 will agree with us on this, you can never have enough teams. Yeah, that's a fact. That is a fact. Um, okay, so we know about all the things that are happening out there right now. I think we're even going to get a big 10 composite schedule pretty soon. 
Uh, well, there's no hurry. <laughs> I, I'm going to leave that one. I'm going to leave that one alone. Uh, and then, of course, you and I and and uh, Joe Paisley, our uh, our new writer in uh, Colorado, will uh, will be at the NCHC Media Day coming up on the 16th of uh, September in uh, beautiful St. Paul, Minnesota. So we're looking forward to that. Um, but you know, as I was perusing through the uh, the Nanooks. Um, um, uh, schedule today uh they have some very unique things and i can't wait to talk to coach about that because yeah. uh they're, they're they're going to minnesota they're doing a home at home with uh, uh omaha they're doing a home at home with clarkson um then they're going to play four games over uh what that is six day period against rpi yeah you're stealing uh, my thunder now I'm stealing <laughs> all of my questions so no 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 we, we can get into the questions i'm oh, just okay. I, I was just telling you what i'm noticing on the schedule and how cool that is i it's also see works yeah they're doing a home and home with liu uh st thomas is going up there for a visit a home and home with arizona state so man oh man for a team that didn't play last year that's a pretty solid schedule it looks like oh, and, sure. and we'll dig into that in about uh I don't know, three, four minutes here. Let's take a quick break. Okay. And let's come back and let's bring the coach on from the Nanooks with us in about three minutes. Sweet. Thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said It's been running through my head Locked and loaded Still got it Still got it Who's old now? any hockey player in the desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing we love going to the rink and sandals now you can show off your game in style with summer skates officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom phil kessel your guy big william carlson fan or is austin matthews the man have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite nhl player or shout out your own game with your own number team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more thirsty after getting off the ice our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat comfortable and durable show up to the rink in style an authorized retailer of summer skates you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com at behind the mask we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. 
whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick. At Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This is indeed College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by our friends at Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. Scott Strandy with you in Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein out on beautiful Long Island, New York. We've got you covered from coast to coast. And it's our pleasure to go north to Alaska and bring on the head coach from the uh, Alaska Nanooks, Eric Largan is with us. Eric, Scott, and Paul with you. First of all, do I get your last name right? Is it Largan or Largen? It's Largen. So you, Largen, you okay. it, yeah, you gave it a good good effort there. It's close. Everyone, everyone kind of gets it backwards. And I spell my first name, too, with a K, so I, I never get spelled right either, T-R-I-C, all the time. So I won't well, take any offense to it. Uh, it's okay. okay, Coach. This is why he does the introduction, so I don't have to worry about screwing it up. <laughs> Coach, I don't know if you remember this, but I think it was your first year uh, when you came down to Tempe, and I had a chance to visit with you for a few minutes at Oceanside. Yep. And uh, I remember your program so distinctly. Uh, love the uniforms, love the logo, uh, love the fire that you guys come with, and uh, it was always something that I thought, what in the world is it like to make that trip from Alaska? to the mainland, if you will, and uh, and play hockey games. So let's start right there. What's it been like uh, before before the pandemic? And uh, how, how is that an advantage or disadvantage for the Nanooks? You know what? I, it's, uh, I guess it's all in how you look at it. Like, I think it's an advantage for us, you know, and, uh, you know, when we were in the WCHA and then before that, the CCHA, everyone had to come up to Alaska as well. And so, you know, for us, we get used to the the travel schedule and, you know, the, the way that that is and, and have it down to, you know, where we're really comfortable with the way that we go and, and travel to other, other locations and teams. And, uh, but when teams come up there, it's a little bit of a, a disadvantage, uh, I think. And, you know, we have a good home ice crowd and it's awesome playing at the Carlson center. It helps too, that we're on Olympic sheet, which is unique as well in college hockey. And, so I think the for us we see it as an advantage. Uh, we're going to be spending a lot of time on the road this year, just with the independent schedule. But we're going to be going to some very exciting places and some some awesome spots. You guys did a great job leading up to it, so I don't have to pump up the schedule that much. You guys, <laughs> you guys already did that for me. But uh, no, it, it's definitely unique. It's uh, you know being the farthest north uh, Division One college team and. You know, it's uh, some very awesome opportunities and uh, something that's a fantastic experience for student-athletes. Uh, Coach, the, 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 uh, the fact of the matter is um, you had a, a, a really big turnaround, uh, I assume partially because of that home ice advantage. Uh, and now that uh, Colorado College is going to an NHL-sized sheet, uh, there seem to be fewer and fewer Olympic sheets uh, in college hockey, where there used to be quite a few. Uh, what is it that you have to do, or is there anything that you do differently uh, when you have to come down to places that don't have Olympic sheets? Yeah, you know, we uh, so we have, we have a nice situation here. Our rink on campus, which is our 
practice facility. It's a it's a standard NHL sized rink, so we'll just stay there and practice there just to you know get more used to it or you know spend more ta- uh, time practicing on a smaller sheet. But you know for the most part, our game doesn't change a whole lot. Just going from Olympic sheet to NHL size sheet. I think some special team stuff, power play, penalty kill ends up being a little bit different on the two different size surfaces. And, you know, the big thing is it just, you know, it feels like you, you know, it feels like you, you maybe have control of the game a lot more on an Olympic sheet, but it's just so hard to get inside and, and get close to the net and play inside the dots on an Olympic sheet. So a lot of stuff's on the outside. So game seems a little bit faster, but in terms of our adjustments and things like that. It's not a it's not a huge difference for us in, in going to the NHL size sheet. Coach, before we get into uh, this schedule, and I did highlight it quite well, I think. <laughs> I yeah. started Don't it. worry about breaking uh, his <laughs> arm, Coach. Pat yourself on the back. Don't worry about that. But, but anyway, uh, Coach, uh, talk to us what it was like last year because we talked to so many different coaches and players about um, what it was all like. And I'll give you a little – uh, lay of how, the way I viewed it uh, from through the eyes of different players and coaches, but it seemed like there was an immediate shock factor uh, when everything came to a halt, like I would guess you would suspect. Um, and then it got into the point where it maybe got into a little frustrating and a little anxiety, wondering which direction things were going to head. And then it got back to, okay, some teams are playing, some weren't. And now we're finally, I think, almost back full circle to a quote-unquote normal season. But what was it like for you guys to have to lose a complete season like that? Yeah, it was it was tough, right? And I, I just felt bad for our, our players. I mean, it's just that's what they that's what they do, right? You go to the rink, and it's just a part of your life, and uh, such a big big piece of uh, just their their even their identity, right? Just to be to be an athlete and, and specifically to play hockey. And so for, for them to not have that game component, kind of that cookie at the end of the week, uh, after all the hard work you put in Monday through Thursday, I think it was really hard. And, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, it's kind of one of those things where after the decision gets made and the dust settles from it and you're not playing, then you just need to, you know, turn around and make the most of it. And I think the guys did a really good job of that. You know, we had a lot of practice time, uh, with it. We did a lot of individual skill developments. Guys saw some big gains in the weight room, which was really nice and tried to make it fun as well. We did a three on three league on Saturdays and, you know, we kept track of stats and had it broadcast on Facebook Live and things just for the parents. And, you know, especially with us, we have so many international players that, you know, it's nice for them to be able to, you know, see their kids out there and playing when they're used to seeing them on, you know, on, on the different streaming networks and things. So tried to make the best of the situation. But I, I think, too, it it makes you makes the guys really uh, that much more excited and hungry for the start of this year. And, you know, I definitely know they're not taking anything for, for granted, especially our returning players. And they're just really, uh, really excited about uh, getting an opportunity to play this year and, you know, getting back into uh, playing some games. Yeah. Paul, if I can quick follow up on that okay. one. Uh, um, Coach, you know what I've seen over the last, I don't know, six months that I've been able to see players somewhat close up is I think that like you hit it on the head when you said, I don't think they're going to take things for granted. And I, I kind of think you're going to see the best uh, in hockey maybe in a long time because I think the players realize how painful it was to have it taken away from them. And I think they want to put their best effort into every single game. Uh, anything to that? 
Yeah, I, th- I think you're dead on with it. I think, you know, sometimes you sometimes you forget how much of a privilege this game really is, right? I think we all take it for granted at times, and when things are taken away from you, you you realize how much you love it and how much you miss it. And so I think going into different buildings on Friday and Saturday nights and having those feelings, having those smells, having the sights, sounds, and even for places that didn't have fans in the building, now we have fans back. I mean, it's just all those things that that add up. And I know the the guys are really looking forward to it. And I think it I think it adds a little bit of extra fire in you and excitement. And and the big thing is just there's passion and fun. I think our group's having, you know, more fun this year at the start of a year than I think we've ever had. I just think they're, there's, there's more smiles. They're enjoying it. It's, uh, I think they're just thankful to be, to be around for it and have an opportunity to be able to compete and play. So uh, on that same note, you mentioned all the international players that are on your roster. And I, I noticed that as well. Uh, how much, or was there anything different or, or was there anything specific that you had to do that you don't normally have to do uh, because of everything that's gone on and, and, and get, getting all those international players back to Alaska, assuming uh, I assume some of them went and did their classes online from home. No. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it's been a little bit different. Um, you know, it, it was, it was the, uh, it was difficult or a little bit more uncertain last year with guys coming back here, I, you know, cause even last year we still, even without playing, we still, like I was saying before, we practiced all year and, you know, guys did classes, a mix of, you know, a mix of online and in-person courses and, you know, more online than they normally do just with, uh, you know, obviously the, the COVID protocols and trying to, trying to make sure we, you know, limited on it more, more in labs and things like that. But it was more difficult last year. This year hasn't been as bad. Some of our fre- incoming freshmen had to do some different things. We had a couple of our, our Swedish players. They had to, you know, spend some time in another country before, before coming over here. So there were some different things and different hoops they had to jump through. But, you know, thankfully for us, everyone's here. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're just excited to have a chance to be able to work with all of our guys and uh, definitely, like you said, an, an international flavor to the group, which I think is a really good thing. Coach, I know Paul wants to dig into that roster uh, just as soon as he can because that's his thing, but uh, I want to dig into the schedule thing because, as you can yeah. tell by the Open, uh, I'm fired up. I, I really think, and uh, you know, being right here in Arizona and having a chance to talk to Coach Powers often, um, he's really thrilled with the schedule that he's put together, and you're part of that uh, in a home-and-home series. But he, he told Paul and myself uh, a couple of months ago now when we had him on that he, he tried to build this independent schedule with, uh, in three layers, a very top-heavy group of a third of his schedule, a middle group, and a, a lower group. And um, I don't know if that's as easy as it sounds to do. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you found that out this year. But, yeah. uh, but man, oh, man, this schedule right from the get-go at the University of Minnesota and then Clarkson coming to you, um, how was that to put that all together and coordinate everything? I know you didn't do it yourself, but what's it like? Yeah, no, it, yeah. If, if Greg was saying more with a, a third and a third, a third, I feel like we're, <laughs> I feel like we have nothing but heavy hitters on the schedule this year. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I get maybe I got to take a, play, a little bit out of his playbook for it for sure. So, 
No, I, 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 you know what? I think the guys are really excited about it. Uh, when we were looking at the scheduling component of it, we wanted to play against these teams, and and it's, I think it's exciting too. It's a lot of programs that we historically haven't played very often. You know, whether that's Clarkson or Cornell or going out to Maine. Um, you know, you mentioned some of the more traditional rivalries. Omaha was, uh, you know, a CCHA partner, and so that's kind of you know given some. Uh, you know, some a little bit of a throwback to our fans to, to Omaha. And then you have your independents that are always going to be looking out after one another, Long Island and, and Arizona State with four games. St. Thomas is a new program. And them coming up to Alaska, we go to, you know, Minnesota Duluth. We have an interesting four games, uh, four games set against RPI, which is probably a pretty a rarity in college hockey if it ever happens where you're playing the same team four consecutive times, uh, especially in the same same building and, and over such a short period. So, Co- Coach, yeah, I, we have I, a lot of neat things on the schedule. Go ahead. Coach, I think RPI just loves Alaska, and they just <laughs> want to spend a little more time there. <laughs> well, Dave, you know, D- D- Dave's been up here before and, you know, with, with different programs that he's been involved in and, um, you know, so very – he must really like that time, you know, must be doing some uh, checking out the Northern Lights or, you know, going into the Hot Springs or something like that. Well, I, I, I want to know how that came about because, uh, to me, I, when I saw it the first time I saw that, and you guys at least put out your opponents very, very early. Uh, yeah. When I saw the schedule come out and I saw that four-game series uh, at home for you guys, not to mention the fact that there's games on a Wednesday night and a Thursday night, and yeah. I'm, I'm all for that. We need more of that, but that's just me. Uh, how, did that, how, did that, how did that idea first kind of germinate? You know what it was. It, I'd give it to uh, when Coach Curley was at UAA as well. It was something that we had started to plan together, actually, with with Coach Smith there. And it was going to be a, you know, it was going to be more of a week long or ten day trip uh, coming up to you know either Fairbanks first and then Anchorage or you know flip flop more of something that we had traditionally done with you know, WCHA teams when we were in the same league together. And so that's where that conversation started. And then with the turn of events that happened at Anchorage, uh, we were trying to put our heads together to see if we could still make it work and make it financially work for them. And we just kept talking and, you know, we, we, you know, give credit to both uh, administrations and uh, for working through it just on some of the details of it. But yeah, we ended up, you know, kind of carrying over that initial conversation with both Alaska schools and ended up just being able to still work it out with the four games, um, you know, with, with just us on the schedule. And then we'll be going back their way in, in 22, 23 in November. And uh, so, it, you know, we'll get a chance to be able to go and, and play out their way as well. And by the way, Scott, I don't know if you noticed it, but uh, they're playing a Monday night game at Lowell. And I, once again, I'm all for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know you are. <laughs> okay, so so coach, a couple of things that really caught my eye in addition to the start for you guys, but I, I'm excited to see you guys in Denver. We added Denver, yeah. Colorado College, and Air Force to our uh, basic coverage area, and right now we're all over the place anyway. But uh, when we added them, I thought, how cool is that to play New Year's Eve and New Year's Day at the University of Denver? Yeah, and, and and I don't know if you guys dug into. It. I mean, but we have so many ties with the Denver coaching staff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and so we have a lot of it with them. So we have them on the schedule, 
you know, pretty much every year going forward in the future. And, you know, uh, 22, 23, we'll be back down there. And then 23, 24, they're coming up our way. So uh, it's a great relationship there. I mean, you know, Tavis was the my head coach. He recruited me to the University of Alaska Fairbanks. And, you know, Dallas was an assistant at that time. And then, you know, Dallas hired me as an assistant, um, you know, up up here. And so he's been a big mentor of my of myself. And then obviously, uh, David, Car- Coach Carl is, you know, an Anchorage resident. And uh, so it's a lot of Alaska ties there. And uh, it's a great working relationship with them. And obviously, they've done a fantastic job with their program and uh, another really tough opponent and uh, a, an absolute wonderful venue to go and play at. So I know we're really excited about it. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a great experience for our guys. Okay, I got one more on that, Paul. Okay. And you'll like it. Yeah. You'll like it. Uh, yeah. um, how how in the world did you pick Arizona State February 4th and 5th to come here to Tempe when it's going to be about, I don't know, 80 and not a cloud for about 400 miles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's You know, it's funny, too. It's like I think all the parents are planning that to, to come oh, out. Yeah. I'm shocked. I yeah, and al- alumni. We already got a little alumni event planned for it, so yeah, surprising. So they, they, you know, it, it's funny they didn't have that plan when we were gonna when we were playing in Houghton and uh, the Sioux and and uh, so, I, I don't understand right? that either. Yeah, crazy. So yeah, no, I think there'll be uh, some some golf clubs heading that direction as well with uh, with some alumni coming in, but. No, it's it's awesome. We're we we love the partnership, and you know I have a lot of respect for what uh, Coach Powers and their staff has done with done with the program. They've done an incredible job, and um, you know looking forward to keeping that relationship. And for us too, it's actually a you know, and you think you know Fairbanks to to you know to Phoenix. It's like well, that's not the closest trip, but for us, it's really nice. It's in a you know a similar time zone and. Uh, our flights are pretty pretty easy there and back, so we really enjoy the trip, not only for the great weather, but also, you know, obviously it's a fantastic opponent and a great place to play. Uh, that's a, that is a coveted those, – those January, early February slots, I'm sure we are very – well, I, I shouldn't say I'm sure. I know what I spent ten years there. I'm an ASU <laughs> alum. I get the whole, the whole. And that was to so. get his four year degree, Coach. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, they wouldn't let me stay. They kicked me out. Yeah, jeez, jeez. <laughs> uh, speaking of of coaching ties, um, you guys just hired an assistant coach, we uh, did. Chris Brown, uh, and that. And I appreciate the fact that you guys did that just before we're going to have you guys you on the show. So. Uh, <laughs> Give us a little background on on uh, Coach Brown and and one of the unique things maybe he brings to the program. Well, you know, Coach Brown is has a ton of experience. Uh, for myself, being a younger head coach, I really value that uh, value that knowledge that he's going to bring. Uh, it's not only it's not only the experience in college that he's had, just with. Uh, you know, he's been, you know, 15 years at Augsburg as a head coach. He actually spent three years up in Alaska as an assistant with UAA in the, in the 90s as well. Uh, so he brings a ton of experience. He knows the, he knows the landscape. And then, but the biggest thing about him is he's just a fantastic person and he's really going to help in, in what we feel like is, is the you know, most important thing in our program is just developing leadership and developing our the people in our program so I, I can't wait for him to get started um you know i i've known him for for quite a while and i know the job that he does and 
He's going to be great for our players and he's going to be great for our staff just to add in and someone else we can bounce ideas off of and learn from each other and looking forward to having him up here and, you know, getting started. So tomorrow will be his first day and, you know, he'll be excited to get going with, uh, you know, with practices starting and everything like that. Uh, and how much uh, of a confidence boost is it that to know that y- y- your school and your administration said, uh, yeah, we have to take this year off, but don't worry, uh, we're coming back and we're coming back strong and we don't care that it's an independent schedule. Uh, what kind of, uh, you know, a confidence boost and what kind of uh, emotional support does that give, not just you, but but the players as well, considering everything that's gone on? And there are teams that didn't make it through the pandemic. Yeah, that just shows you the commitment to the to athletics and then to the hockey program itself just by by our administration and you know it, it starts with the with the top with you know president pitney and chancellor white at uaf and then you know carrying down through with our you know our uh, athletic administration just hired a you know a new athletic director this summer played at uh university of minnesota crookston uh, as a hockey player in, in division three before uh you know, before that program, uh, you know, uh, got discontinued. But, you know, I think there's a big emphasis on hockey here. They've invested into it, um, you know, and it's not only just words, but it's actual actions that's gone through. So I think it gives it gives our, you know, our supporters in the community a lot of hope. It gives our, our student athletes a lot of hope. It gives our staff a lot of hope for the future. And, you know, even though we are an independent, it's just going to look a little bit differently now. But we've seen the model that ASU uses. It's not like they're not, you know, churning out NHL players and draft picks and, you know, going to the national tournament and being a national contender. And, you know, we feel like we can try to use them as a model and, you know, try to work towards those types of goals. And we've had a long tradition and history here of, you know, NHL players with Colton Pareko playing with the St. Louis Blues and, you know, having opportunities where, you know, we've had a lot of good players and a lot of good uh, got good seasons. And we feel like we can, you know, continue that, uh, continue that model as an independent. Right, well, I was going to ask you about the players next, but. Uh, oh, yeah. One, let of, me get, let me sneak in one more schedule yeah. thing and then you can jump oh, okay. into the players. All right. Here. <laughs> yeah. Keep, yeah. Sneak it in. Okay. So here it is. Um, Paul lives on Long Island. Uh, so I know he's excited about you coming to LIU. Um, yeah. So when I look at that, and and Coach, I think about the fact that you're independent now. We've had Coach Seratori on, and he's a big advocate of bringing everything together in college hockey and trying to get a tighter group and get more conferences aligned and things like that. Um, but it looks to me like you guys are just going to have a really fun time with some competitive games, as you mentioned, but getting LIU in New York and then uh, bringing them back up to Fairbanks, that, that has to be a lot of fun. And then the second part of that was uh, you come back and you end the season against the uh, NTDP, which I had a chance to get pretty much involved in this last off season. And I think that is incredible. And uh, what a great way to, uh, to either end your season or to get in, get prepared to play in the playoffs. No, absolutely. And I guess just starting on it with Long Island, I mean, we're excited about that and, you know, to, to form this partnership with them. And I think, you know, as independents, you try to work closely together just with that scheduling in the back half of the year. You know, when everyone else is in conference play, 
you need those partnerships and relationships just to help build out that, you know, later January, February into March schedule. You'll, I'm sure, you know, and I haven't looked at it, but I'm sure Long Island's probably coming out Arizona State's way sometime during that time as well. So, you know, we need each other just to be able to help, help in that back half of the schedule. And uh, we're excited about going out to Long Island. And I think their players will have a great experience coming up to Alaska. And then, yeah, the second piece of that with going to the – to the national program. I, I think it's great. It's a, it's a good way for us to get another game, you know, in that time where other teams are going to be playing in their, uh, in their conference playoffs. So it c- continues to prepare us for hopefully, you know, an opportunity to play in the national tournament or provides us with another game to play in, um, you know, at the end of the year. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's a, it's a good way for us to be able to end the season and a good way for us to, to continue to practice hard and, and uh, you know, have another game and another opportunity to play. Okay, Paul, ask him about that direct flight to Latvia. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> you, listen, you're, you're, I'm sure it's got to be better than me trying to get to Minneapolis in a couple of weeks, having to go through Orlando. So um, we, we can get to that in a minute. I, I just, for, for those of us who are uninitiated, okay, uh, just, Give us uh, an idea of what this team means to the Fairbanks community and, and just how ingrained it is and, and, and what its place is for those of us that don't really know. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to – yeah, I, I think it's hard to, to put it into context until you, until you come up here. Fairbanks is a hockey community. It's a hockey town. You know, we also have the Fairbanks Ice Dogs, mm-hmm. who are a North American League Tier 2 team. They play at a different venue altogether than us at the Big Dipper Ice Arena that con- consistently gets about 2,300 fans a game. Uh, and, you know, and then for us, we play at the Carlson Center. It's a 4,500-seat facility. Like, hockey is a big a big deal. I mean, we're, you know, it's about 40,000 in the actual city. Another, it's about 90,000 in the Fairbanks North Star Borough for our population. And, mm-hmm. you know, Friday and Saturday nights, you, you, go to the, you go to the ice rink. You go to the hockey rink. It's, uh, you know, it's nanoc hockey. It's ice dog hockey. It's, you know, it's high school hockey. It's youth hockey. I mean, you just, it, it's just part of the culture here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm from here. I grew up right. here. When you do that, like you want to play, you want to play for the ice dogs. You want to play for the Nanooks and it, it's a big deal. We don't have football at our campus. We have, you know, hockey and, uh, you know, it's something that's, that's pretty special. Like you, we always tell our guys, like, uh, you're under the microscope here. And, uh, I think it's a lot of positive, uh, positive things here with the community and, uh, with the alumni, a lot of pride in it. And, you know, you go to a grocery store, everybody knows who, who you are. You go to, you go shopping, everybody knows who you are. And it's just something that people want to talk Nanak hockey. People want to support the Nanak team. And uh, it means a lot to them. And I think if it's not for, you know, the support of the community and how much the community loves the program, you know, I, I don't know where, where our program would be at. I don't know if we'd be following the same same direction as where, you know, Huntsville and, and Anchorage have fallen to. And I think because of that community support, we've we've continued to come through and they've supported us through lean times and, and the good times and they'll continue to support us in the future. So it means a lot to it means a lot for the city and uh, for the campus. And uh, I, I think that there's gonna be some some bright days ahead for the for the program. Now I get that they are the rival school. But I, I have to imagine, or I, I would, that um, the folks there are 
just as interested in Anchorage saving their program as, as maybe not as much as they are, but it's, <laughs> it's got to be right there, no? Yeah, no, you're, you're right, and we're following that along pretty closely, and it seems like seems like they've done a fantastic job of, of raising money and, you know, the politics here are in their favor right now of having that program be reinstated. You know, the, uh, the Alpine ski, they discontinued three programs there, Alpine skiing and gymnastics. Both of those two programs have already been reinstated. Uh, they have to have another team sport. So I think hockey would, hockey makes the most sense. I don't think golf or soccer and in, in Alaska <laughs> make as much sense as hockey. So I, I really feel optimistic that they're going to be back. You mentioned Robert Morris coming back. I mean, that's, or, you know, looking like they're going to be heading back for 22-23. It's, that's what we need. We need to have that continued growth in college hockey. I think, I think college hockey is going to be better than it's ever been this year. I mean, you look at who, you know, you look at uh, the draft picks that are staying, you look at what Michigan's going to be coming oh. back with and the type of player. So obviously the best of the best see the value in college hockey. I think with the fifth year being added, I think it's going to be even better and deeper than it's ever been before. And we need more teams. We need more opportunities for players. So uh, I know that's a long-winded answer to what you originally asked. No, but yeah, that's, it means, that's uh, what we want to hear. Yeah, it means a lot to us. We want to see growth. We want to see expansion in the West. We want to see more teams go on and, and Anchorage is a part of that. And, uh, we, you know, we, as a, as our alumni have, have donated to the cause, we feel like it's an important piece. We want to see them back. Uh, we have a rivalry, uh, that's called the governor's cup that we play with them every single year for. Mm -hmm. And it's something that, uh, our fans want to see. And it's, uh, it's something too, where, you know, we, we, when we're playing each other, we, uh, are fierce rivals, but, when the other team's playing another opponent, we want to see them be successful. And so we want nothing but uh, for us to be back playing a Governor's Cup Series in 22-23 with the Seawolves and having an opportunity to go down to Anchorage to play games. Uh, and I want to get it back on the ice and, and, and about some of your players. Yeah. Uh, with this year off, have you had some guys emerge as leaders that you didn't expect? Yeah, absolutely. There's been guys that have have really stepped up, and and they've had to. We we had uh, we had a smaller, uh, you know, we had a smaller senior class. Um, you know, just a couple of a couple of players in their senior class that for our 2021 season they've since moved on, and so right. you know, there's been a void there. And I, our juniors and and our now juniors and seniors have really stepped up in that in that place, and younger guys have have stepped up as well. And uh, we just had our our leadership challenge event where we partner with the ROTC on campus and do some different uh, physical and mental challenges for the guys. And saw a lot of uh, a lot of positive team um, continuity during that time. And so I'm I'm really looking forward to the group. I you know we're very inexperienced. I will say that we. You know, just not having that opportunity to see our, our freshmen of last year get a game time in. But, you know, with that, I think just comes more excitement and, uh, you know, more work. And uh, there's no entitlement on our team. I know everyone has to, has to earn every opportunity, and they understand that. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this group does on the ice. Coach, we know when we ask every coach um, – where they want to build their team strength from. They always want to start from the goal out. So let's start right there if we can. Uh, how happy are you and, and how ready are you, your goaltenders? They're very ready. And, uh, 
you know, we're going to lean heavily on Gustav Skrigals. He's our he's our senior goaltender. He's a, he's a fantastic goalie. I would say that he's going to be one of the best in college hockey this year. So we feel really good about it. We also have Daniel Allen, who was a freshman last year, who did, unfortunately didn't get any game time just with uh, – uh, you know, just with Nuss not playing last season, but we feel like he's going to be ready to make a to make a big step this year, and we're looking forward to him, you know, being on the ice and getting an opportunity to compete in games. So in the net, we feel really confident about, we feel really good about, and uh, feel like that's going to be definitely a strength of our team. Okay, so so when we look at that, I'm just kind of looking through your roster. I've, I've done it t- today because I'm intrigued by the Latvians. There was two yeah. that played for Greg uh, that were um, uh, big, physical, one forward, one defenseman. Neither one of them are here right now. Um, but but what is it with the Latvian players uh, that want to play in North America? Well, you know, we had uh, – so kind of how this, this whole connection got started, we – we were able to recruit Gustavs was our first Latvian. He came in, and I, I feel like uh, I feel like when there's a, a connection there with a player, they 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 sort of recruit themselves in, in a way. There's uh, there's familiarity. I think just that common bond of having somebody from from your own common experience is a good thing for for us. And we had Carlos Zernis, who was an assistant coach with us as well, and he was a coach of uh, the Latvia. U20 team and and uh, is a Latvian himself, so there's a lot of connections with it there, and uh, you know I, I think they just are are very happy with an opportunity to be able to get their education while playing hockey. They don't have that in Latvia, and uh, they really see it as a, as a positive experience. And more and more of them have come over here, and more and more of them are starting to uh, you know starting to sign pro contracts and. Uh, from from playing college hockey, so they see they see that as a as a positive experience for them. So we're really lucky. We have a we have a lot of them on the group. There's uh, definitely a little bit of Latvian and and Russian that are spoken on the ice <laughs> between the guys. So, uh, but no, it's it's all good. And and they're uh, they've been they're great people. They're really good students. They're hard workers. And um, yeah, I'm sure you found. Found with uh, you know with with the Javito uh, Jansons and and Bunksis there that they're really good people and um, very humble people. So it's uh, it's been wonderful to be able to coach them. Yeah, I'll tell you a quick story on that, and then Paul can jump in. But uh, I gave him a bad time because uh, Gavito got uh, got married first, and I so I called <laughs> him my favorite married Latvian, and then and then Phil Bunksis was my, my was my favorite Top unmarried out. Latvian. So. But yeah, they they took to it. They were always great interviews. I think we could spend hours in the uh, in the locker room talking. But uh, yeah, great great guys. So I'm excited to see your guys on the ice. No doubt. Um, go ahead, Paul. If you got one well, more for coach, I I do. And 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 you know when you look at the roster and uh, you you look for the oddities to ask questions. And I and I'm pretty sure the coach is about to figure out where I'm going. Uh, Nathan Virtus. Hungry? Yeah. How did you get a Hungary? Yeah. First of all, did they? I didn't even know they played hockey there. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah, Vertez. He's a uh, he. You know, he was playing in Aberdeen for the for the Wings with with Coach Langer. We've had an, a little bit of an Aberdeen connect, connection as well with with players being recruited from them in the North American League and, and coming to coming to Alaska. So, fortunately for us, uh, uh, he was excited. Nathan was excited about uh, about talking with us and. Um, 
you know, had the opportunity to be able to, to watch him a lot. And uh, he's a, he's a really exciting player. He's a fun player too. I think, <laughs> think fans will like him. I think your fans will like him at ASU as well. He's got the long bleach blonde <laughs> hair coming out the back. And so, uh, he's pretty, he's a pretty, uh, skilled and dynamic forward, but, uh, he's got a great personality and yeah, I, I, you know, before, before kind of these last three, four years, some of the places, um, you know, I, I had never thought of about recruiting and going to now it's something that we are very heavily like especially the groups right below so there's you know there's the top grouping where you're going to have your you know your your Canada and uh, you know US Finland etc but right. there's that next group of teams below you know you see the success that the German players have had at Mankato and with you know Michaelis and Toomey and those types of guys at Napervik now that are over there and and you know they play in that next group below and and so does Latvia and you know, usually Denmark and Norway and uh, Hungary. So uh, you see these different teams that play and they actually have, uh, you know, it, there's all these different different groups that are right below. And I think it's a spot where, you know, these these guys are continuing to get better and better. These countries are developing. And, and then with that, they, you know, with the growth of college hockey, it's, uh, you know, it's really grown internationally. And so, you know, we're, we feel fortunate to have these players over here and, you know, Nathan's been a been an awesome addition. It's been fun working with him this last week on the ice, and uh, I, I think there'll be more and more to come over here, not just for us, but I think all across college hockey because I think they are seeing how great of uh, hockey it really is in, in Division One and how they can still reach their goals of playing in the National Hockey League by playing in it. Well, and we know the players are excited, uh, how excited are you to finally be back on the ice with the players? I, I love it. It's the best part, right? It's like, you know, you kind of get into these these positions and, um, you know, you end up doing quite a bit of ad- administrative work as well and some things that you didn't really think about when you're getting into coaching. But what, what you got into the position for was to be able to work with the players and, and be able to teach and be able to help them and see them grow and, uh, it's awesome. And the energy level is always so great. The first, you know, the first week it's so positive and guys are hungry and, and ready to work and ready to listen and to do everything, uh, everything they need to do to become better players. So we, I've had a lot of fun. Uh, I've really enjoyed it this past week, getting, uh, getting our first practices in and doing these different team building events that we've had and, and seeing the guys coming back and the, and the testing that we do at the beginning. And I, I just, I can't wait. I can't wait for, for us to be able to play and, and go to Minnesota and, you know, whatever, win, lose, draw, it doesn't really matter. Just the fact that we're able to get back out there and compete and play and uh, work our hardest. I, I just think that's that's so much fun, and I know our guys are our guys are really looking forward to it. All right, so last All question right. for me, Yeah, Scott. go ahead, Paul. When, when you guys take that ice in, uh, in, in Minnesota or you play those first home games against Clarkson, uh, if somebody's watching the game, uh, what can uh, anybody watching the game expect? Or what kind of style should we expect to see from the Nanooks? Yeah, I mean, I'd love them to think that there's, uh, you know, there's six uh, six players on the ice, right? Not including our goalie. Just that we we work so hard and play play so tenacious that it seems like there's another there's an extra player on the ice and. You know, if we're doing that and, and we're skating, I think, uh, you know, I, I'd love for us to to be that type of team that, 
you know, everyone says that they're hard to play against. And like I said, whether, you know, we win, we lose, as long as we're doing that and we're sticking, sticking to our identity and to our community's identity, blue collar team, then that's what it's all about. And, um, you know, I think that's what fans can expect and uh, what will be like this, this coming year. Okay, coach, final one for me. It's not an easy one, um, but but get your crystal ball out if you could and take a look at uh, college hockey as it is right now. And everybody knows the story about the realignment and you guys becoming independent. And I think in the last half hour here, we found that you're extremely positive and you're embracing uh, what you have. And I am very – uh, I can't even tell you how proud I am for college hockey fans to know that uh, Arizona State and Alaska Fairbanks are embracing that part of it. But is it going to be important down the road that you guys get yourself back into a conference, whether it be with uh, uh, a new one or join an existing conference? Or uh, are you okay going for a while as as independents? Yeah, I I think you know that's it's a little bit of a two part. I'll I'll start with the last comment first. Yeah, we're good with going as an independent for as long as we need to be, and right now it's our it's our best option and it's a very good option for us. I think long term we would like to be in a league, and I think that uh, you know that that's if anything if if any if history uh, shown us anything is that there is going to be another realignment. There's going to be more teams that get added, uh, and so when that time comes, we'll we'll be in a position to, uh, you know, hopefully be in a position to have an opportunity to, you know, uh, find a fit for a league. And until that comes, we're happy playing as an independent. And like I said before, ASU's done that model very well, and it it can find success. And you can get everything for your student athletes. You can get them a great experience. You can get them playing in an NCAA tournament and you can get them signing an NHL contract. So I, I guess for, for myself and, and for our program, we're, we're happy with the opportunities in you know, 21, 22 in the near future. And, you know, we'll see what the, we'll see what the long-term, you know, long-term brings us. Right. I don't know if anyone knows coming out of COVID what, nope. what the future exactly is going to look like, but I know this community is going to continue to support our program. I know administration is, you know, um, you know, continue to support it. And, uh, and for me here, there's no place I, I could imagine being rather than, you know, Fairbanks, Alaska and part of this program. And I think it does wonders for the people that come through it and looking forward to what's ahead and into the future for, for us. Coach, we appreciate your time, uh, especially oh, yeah. on a Sunday night. Uh, this is our live show, so uh, don't be surprised if we tap you on the shoulder again uh, after a big weekend for the Nanooks. We want to uh, find out what's going on, so uh, we may do that down the road. And I look forward to seeing your team on the ice and maybe sharing uh, uh, the 2020 New Year with you in Denver, if that's okay. Hey, that'd be that'd be awesome. Hopefully, uh, hopefully after a couple of wins, that'd be that'd be really good. So. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that, I, and if there's any that, way, right? any way possible, yeah. you can squeeze me in uh, when Arizona State comes up there. You may just find me in Alaska for the first time. I like it. I like it. I'll, I'll send you over the sights and the sights and sounds there. You need Perfect. to go through. a there couple watering go. holes for you too. So <laughs> get you taken care of up here. All right, that's Coach Eric Largen from the Alaska Fairbanks Nanooks. Uh, we appreciate Eric's time. We Thanks, appreciate Coach. him coming on and visiting with us. Uh, Paul and I will be right back to wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Live in two minutes.
Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. All right. Welcome back in College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by our friends at Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. Scott Strandy with you from uh, beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on beautiful Long Island, New York. And, uh, wow, what a what a great time visiting with uh, Coach Eric Largen. Um Oh, that was the Alaska Fairbanks Nanooks. Um, uh, Co- Coach is it, just so much. He's so open, and uh, you could tell in his voice, Paul, that he's excited about starting yes. starting this hockey season, yes. even even as an independent. And I think he embraces it a lot, like Coach Powers does. But you know the drill. Your thoughts on what you heard? Well, you you really just hit the nail on the head. I was going to say the the uh, you listen to the conversation, and I'm ready. Not that he would want me anywhere near the ice, but uh, I'm ready to put the skates on and go. You know, I mean, um, the, the 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 positivity, the enthusiasm, are like, hey, bring it on, let's go. Um, that, you you want to play for somebody like that, don't you? Boy, if if, uh, if if I was like 40 years younger, yeah, I'd be all over it. <laughs> all right, I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, that- what more could I mean? This is. It's like saying, "Come on, let's go." You know, we're we're not. We're, I love that we'll play anybody, anytime, anywhere. Attitude, yeah, that, and and they definitely have that. And um, you know, they've got so, uh, some some situations where they're going to be on the road for a while. Yeah, and and I think their schedule is phenomenal. I mean, it is great. He, he hit it on the head about how difficult it is. He's not kidding. Uh, when you open up with the University of Minnesota and what they have to offer, and then. Uh, you have Clarkson coming to you, and then you go to Clarkson and home and home with, with Omaha. I went through the whole thing, but yeah. then uh, you spend Thanksgiving weekend at the University of Minnesota Duluth, where it's never easy. Well, you have those uh, four games with RPI. Mean, you come and, to Denver, Maine. Yes. I mean, come on. I mean, that's a, listen, that's a top notch schedule. Uh, I, I think he uh, kind of undersold uh, it a little bit in terms of 
well, if that's the form, I get it. That's cool. Um, but their 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 schedule is 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 got some some moments where you're like, wow, uh, that's kind of that's really difficult stretch. Um, and like I said, he's embracing it, and they're embracing it, and and you know, you asked if if they were prepared for life as an independent. Well, uh, as you as he told you, they've got things going out three years out now. This season and the next two seasons already kind of started. So, um, you know, they're not only just embracing it; they're they're ready to go. Um, they're 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 taking the challenge head on, and you'd want your players to do that. And and so, uh, as the coach and and the administration, they're doing it too. And that's really all you can ask for. Yeah, I, you hit that right on the head uh, as well. That. Uh... That is exactly all you can ask for is just to uh, take on every challenge. And, um, you know, I mean, when you can put together a schedule like this as an independent, that's pretty darn good. And you didn't even include Lindenwood. Yeah, well, I, I listen, the, the Lindenwood. You wanted to go not, there. You wanted I, to go I, there. Come listen, on. There's, admit there's, it. You wanted to yeah, go there. I thought about it. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you know I thought about it. <laughs> yes, but, I do. But, you know, the, the coach here is not really – um, the one for that. So I, I, I kind of kept my mouth shut, but, uh, you know, uh, I thought the, the interesting comment, you know, that he's saying the flight to Phoenix is, is pretty simple for his guys. Well, you're not flying multiple time zones, kind of like what, well, you're yeah. Gonna and, do. And, 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 and Denver, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, you know, and flying to Denver obviously is not going to be that difficult if flying to, to Phoenix is not that hard. Yeah, you, you, what do you, you know? It's it's close to the, you know, it's what a, a one hour, maybe one, you know, at that time of the year, it's the same time as Phoenix, so uh, that's not too bad either. Um, and and I and I just like I said, the the positivity of the coach and 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 you know, he sounded like he's ready to play right now, and I'm sure his team is ready to play right now. And uh, like I said, I'm ready to lace him up and go. And so, I, I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll these tell are all you good two, things. I'll tell you two things on his schedule, though. Uh, I think, and this is something that I've known for since I was in college, uh, that Alaska trip for hockey teams just seems to be like a big deal because so many hockey players have not been there. And right. you, you even ask the kids here in Arizona, at Arizona State, uh, I remember when they went to China and then they went to Alaska that year, and, right. and I asked the players what their, their most memorable trips were or what they enjoyed the most. And they almost everyone to a man said, obviously China, but then right. the next favorite was going to Alaska. They just loved that trip. And I know at, at Duluth, they loved that trip. And, and I'm sure the RPI guys are going to love spending 10 days up there, whatever that is. And, um, you know, but then I look at their schedule and I go like, man, you got to travel to Maine. That can't be an easy trip against no. that team no. and then you got to travel to long island you just explained to us how difficult it is to get to long island no no uh, no hold on hold on, hold on. <laughs> well oh my god i can't oh, <laughs> I, I think it'll take less time for them to go from fairbanks <laughs> and i assume they're going to fly to jfk because <laughs> that's probably uh you know if they're getting there say at midnight it's a tw it's it's probably uh once they get on the buses 20 minutes to uh, LIU and the and 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 wherever they're going to stay in Garden and 
Eisenhower Park or Gardens or wherever the heck they're going to stay. Okay. Um, hopefully they don't come in at five o'clock New York time because they'll never get out of the airport. But that's a.m. or p.m. Right? A.m. or p.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, Coach, uh, if you're listening, Paul says don't show up between five a.m. and five p.m. <laughs> you know. So, uh, but uh, it probably take them less time to get here than it's going to take than I would than it'll take me to get to Minnesota. <laughs> I, love get there. I, mean, uh, I love it. I love it. And then, and then two more. And uh, I should ask coaches uh, about this at Clarkson at Cornell if they're going to stay out there. I would assume they oh, are. You're not, you're not making because, that trip twice. There's no, no way. not not to Potsdam and Ithaca. You think you got to stay? No way. Okay. So then that was that was not a question missed. That was just a uh, not an idiotic question to ask them. But. Um, yeah, and then uh, you know ASU played Simon Fraser in a in a scrimmage uh, exhibition game, um, right. either their first or second year, and I thought that was cool. So they're going to get that one in. They're going to get their blue gold game, and then um, in in January to fill a date. Apparently, they're going to have their alumni game, which uh, I neglected to ask them about too. So uh, lots of good stuff in here. I think St. Thomas going up there, and uh, LIU going up there, and Arizona State going up there. I think that's just that's just really cool for all those programs. Well, and, and he hit the nail right on the head. You have all, you know, you have three teams now that are independents. We don't know what's going to happen with Robert Morris and, uh, <clears throat> you know, say somebody in the Midwest somewhere. Lindenwood? Um, I, you said it. I mean, I after they compete to win their ACHA D1 I, championship I, and then I don't, roll it over to NCAA? I, I don't know. I just assume that somebody okay. from the Midwest might. Started to feel, and then of course you got uh, Augustana. Could be well, yeah, but that's not next year. No, but that's the year after. Yeah, but well, no, my point is, you know, if if you have now even uh, five or six independent teams, it, it definitely makes that scheduling at the end of the season so much easier. Oh, absolutely. You know, as you absolutely. said, and you, and you can then you can actually mix it up. You know, you don't have to play a team twice in three weeks. Yep, absolutely. So, well, that was a great visit. Uh, congratulations to you for getting that all hooked up. Thanks to Nate for uh, for getting Coach on, and of course, thanks to Coach Largent for uh, for doing that. I, I, you know, when you told me we had Coach coming on, I'm going like, wow! I talked to Coach about four years ago, and he was here. What a great guy! Uh, and uh, nothing's changed. He's still nope. an awesome, awesome guy and a great coach. And uh, man, if you want to start a program or you want to build a program. Put Eric Largen in charge of it because he'll get it done. Well, and and you know I, you know they they were an over five hundred team in their in the last full year or you know in, in you know in in nineteen twenty, um, and that was about seven or eight more wins. Okay. Than I, I know you meant I know you meant twenty nineteen twenty, but I don't think yeah. they were nineteen twenty. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. 2019, 2020, whatever. Your great grandpa um, was watching that series. Well, he might have been. Who knows? Um, and, and 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 there were a few times I watched them, and they were, they were, they they had some teams on the ropes, and uh, especially in those WCHA playoffs, and, and and you know they had some games at home towards the end of the season when teams were fighting for 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 pairwise positioning, and they threw some big time scares. Oh yeah, oh yes, people. they did. Um, you know, and then I would imagine it came, you know, if I went back and looked at it, I'm sure it would be, uh, a factor of depth and, and, and just, you know, uh, the fact that 
um, you know, it was the beginning of the, the, the program under coach large. And so, um, you know, we're going to be, I, you know, me, I like to keep a close eye on all these underdog places. You are the king of underdogs. No doubt about it. So, well, we appreciate that. Um, anything else you have before we say good night? Uh, yeah, just uh, as a tangent note, uh, the last thing I saw was uh, the the fundraising over at uh, Anchorage was a was one hundred and fifty thousand dollars or less away from the three million mark. And uh, that has to be a done deal. And and what yeah, Coach yeah, told I mean, us tonight about the other programs, how can you tell your hockey team that you can't reinstate the program when you reinstated two of the three that you that you got yeah, rid of, so, and they produce that kind of money? Yeah, so uh, hopefully we'll get that announcement in the next couple of weeks. Probably on a uh, Wednesday night. Probably. Um, <laughs> I would look towards uh, uh, the 9th and 10th of S- September when uh, that board of regents or whatever board of directors or whatever meets up there f- at Anchorage. And hopefully by then we'll have an answer. And 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 he's right. I mean, you know, you – I can't, I, I understand the, we root for our rival against everybody else. Um, I don't do that, but <laughs> I was just going to say, let's, let's watch that one on your end. <laughs> I said, I, I said, I understand it. I didn't say I did it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's unbelievable, but uh, we definitely appreciate Coach Largent coming sure. on and uh, talking about his program and spending the time. I always think these coaches that want to spend 45 minutes with us on a Sunday night. Um, yeah, thank you. We appreciate yeah, no, it. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. All right, take it away, my friend. All right, from the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live on the Ice Time Hockey SW.com Network is brought to you by Burrito Express. Homemade taste, takeout speed. Six East Valley locations. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the one near you. And behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. The best in barbecue Las Vegas style and now available in our new spot at all Allegiant Stadium events. For the NCHC and nchc.tv, Subscribe to nchc.tv and catch all of the action in the toughest conference in college hockey. Boost Mobile. Bring your current phone to any location and learn how to get a new SIM card free when you switch to Boost Mobile. UNLV Hockey. ACHA Division I Hockey. Fabulous Las Vegas atmosphere. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Worldwide. It's where the action is, in the resort or in town. College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com pod be- podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download at the iTunes, Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will uh, throw out a couple of housekeeping items. Uh, we are still on the drive to 10,000 followers on all of our Twitter accounts. So if you're not following us, get there, start following us. I also want to throw out that September 
starting next Sunday night, my friend, uh, we are giving away summer skates, uh, sandals, and koozies for 16 shows in the month of September to help us kick off the start of the 21-22 hockey season from our friends at uh, Summer Skates. So we look forward to that. Um, in addition to that, let's uh, let's get out and support some hockey. Let's uh, let's try to bring all these teams together and yep. let's show them that we uh, we missed them and we want them back. Yep, absolutely. All right, big thank you to uh, Eric Largen from the uh, Alaska Fairbanks Nanooks uh, for coming on and sharing some time with us tonight. Uh, that's it for now. Paul and I will say goodnight, and we'll talk to you again on Tuesday night. Actually, I get Paul tomorrow night, too. What? Oh, it's a, my it's Lord. It's a professional it, no, show with Paul Seriously? Hornstein. Well, no. Let's <laughs> just stop right there. Let's 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 rephrase that because if I'm on, it can't possibly be professional. Oh, it's gonna be and it's gonna be good. So join us tomorrow night. Oh, you're not Tuesday gonna tell us what I have Wednesday to guess night. now who's gonna be on? On on the quad pod of hockey podcasts. Good night, everybody. Gonna... <laughs>